0: Welcome to the United States of Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an lightning ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal.
1: Welcome back, all you hitchers and drifters. The United States of Paranormal Podcast, your weekly road trip through the United States of all things cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. This is Logan.
0: This is Matt. Bose.
1: Uh, it's Team Tejas back at it for our first episode of the new year. Uh, and we're not like all those basic bitches out there. It's a new year. It's not a new us. Same old, same old, baby.
0: <laughs> our resolution is to never fucking change. <laughs> if right? it
1: ain't broke, don't fix it. Or if it's broke enough, fucking leave it the it's way it okay. is. <laughs> we'll
0: continue to disappoint with our white male
1: conversations. Yeah, we've stuck on that review for <laughs> like yeah. the past four episodes.
0: Man, yeah, you guys are quite... White butthurt about this. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm working on the rebranding right now. White guys not talking about the paranormal.
1: <laughs> we get to it sometimes. Most of the time. How's everybody's week been?
0: Ah, oh, meh. Busy working, working on projects.
1: Nothing. uh... There's like a brief glimpse, look on your face of enthusiasm, and then like you were like ah, and then you like thought about your week, and then you dialed back the tone. Man,
0: I don't, I don't get to
1: do nothing fun. <laughs>
0: You know what I did for New Year's? I quietly sat at my office alone, playing Valheim by myself. It's fair. And that's yeah. That's. Uh,
1: I'm not going to talk about my New Year's for legal reasons. <laughs> well,
0: I was. Eventually, Kane got on super uh, inebriated
1: really uh, he got on that night your place. oh yeah he did
0: yeah yeah i bet he did he gave me some of the download of things that happened gave me a uh let me know what your current health status
1: was dude i'm gonna be honest with you uh i was i was just i didn't throw up or anything not once a night but i did uh at one point my monkey brain kicked in and it was like uh and for there's something we need to talk about because monkey brain's weird but my monkey brain <laughs> kicked in and was like you need to move before you can no longer move. And it was like, we must find safe place for Logan. And then Monkey Brain was like, lay in bathtub. That's safe place. <laughs> I was like, Monkey Brain remembered all those times that school told you to get in the bathtub if shit got bad during a tornado. And it was like, that's where we need to go. Tonight, the Kayla's mom is watching the girls all night. So I'm just going to chill and do everything. Her new house. I wish I could take you there to see it because like, it's in the or- the old district of... yeah you know downtown orange yeah and it's it just like it's one of those big old houses uh-huh. that's like on her, sh- her street like majority of people had painted those houses blue it's a lot of blue houses down there mm-hmm. um but it's so big on the inside like i haven't seen ceilings that high since me and caleb lived in an old plantation house in yeah uh, in, indiana. in indiana but like it's just like she was like and this is the master bedroom and then you open this master bedroom and it's like bigger than our apartment and I was like, "Good God!" And I was like, weird. like it blows my mind." Because back then, when these places were built, like central heating and stuff wasn't a thing. Yeah. Right. So the bigger you built rooms, the harder it would be to fucking be warm in those fucking rooms, you know? Well, especially since there's just one fireplace in the house, and it's in the it's in the yeah, living room.
0: Well, and yeah. it's
1: insulation even a thing there? Uh, I don't know. It, it has been worked on. Wow. So maybe she was talking about like a certain part that probably didn't have insulation, mm. but it's just it was just really fucking big. Yeah, because that's
0: one of my biggest complaints with like those old wood houses. Oh, it's like, like even when it is insulated, it's like it still gets cold really. Oh, too. absolutely.
1: Well, like this was, I've said countless times, me and Caleb's house we lived in, the apartment we lived in, was an old plantation house that was sectioned off into four apartments, and the one apartment we got on the down on downstairs was bigger than trailers I've lived in. Yeah. It was just fucking big. It, the kitchen was massive. The ceilings were tall. There mm. was the sunroom that Caleb lived in, the living room, the bedroom. They're all huge. But Indiana has basements, and that house is an old plantation basement, so the basement was a dirt basement. It was literally dirt down there. They poured concrete, but there were still parts that were just dirt. Yeah. And it's so not insulated that where you're walking in the floors, our wooden floors, you can look through the cracks in the floor and see into the fucking basement which is unnerving at night when you're walking around at night and you can just see like glow of light down there. And you're like, God, it would be so fucked if I just was looking down there. I saw something staring back at me. So when you're walking to the refrigerator, you just look up and try not you know, to look that down. That would
0: be a fun prank to do to someone. Just hang something staring up through the floorboard. <laughs> oh no, that happened to me. Some, similar of that happened to me the other night I was laying in bed and our, our blinds were open and our curtain in our bedroom had like a crack in it so I could see outside off into the distance to the road. And I was just staring out there and I saw something. I know it was, was, I don't know. It might've been a mailbox or something. I don't know what it was, but I was like, man, it'd be really weird if that was like a person and then they moved. And then all of a sudden the mailbox got up and walked away. Matt was like, Oh God, a black shadow moved across the bottom of the window and it looked like it was something right outside the window. Realistically, it was my wife, Moving in bed, but it was so dark. All I saw was just darkness move across the window, and it uh, man, it made me jump.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel that.
0: It took me a moment to come to terms with what happened and figure out what the hell
1: happened. Mm-mm. Ain't about it. What well, how about your week, Brandon?
0: <sighs> just things just seem to want to fucking break.
1: <laughs> God damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Christmas Eve, his car freaking breaks down. Yeah, that's fine. Fucking freezing weather, and I'm laying on the cement underneath the car trying to change out the goddamn starter. Yeah, I brought him tools like a jack and stuff so he could work. I just sat in my
1: car with the heat going.
0: Yeah, I'm getting bombarded with the goddamn <laughs> wind on the cold fucking cement. <laughs>
1: Would you want him to stand in front of you to block the wind? I mean was,
0: I mean I'm not he was nice enough to go out there and help, so I'm
1: not going to bitch yeah. about him sitting in the heat.
0: If there was something I could do to help, I would have, but there was nothing. So yeah. why should I sit out there and S- suffer?
1: Fucking speaking of jacks, I was fucking the other week when I came back from I worked one day the other week and I was I came back to work the truck and then mm-hmm. went back to vacation. But when I was in the truck, uh for the trucks to get down to our place, they have to use those airbags, the suspension stuff. Yeah. And I'm in the truck, and all I hear is what sounds like a fucking missile going off inside the truck. And then just... Tss. And initially, I'm thinking, uh, something happened, and the forklift is leaking propane.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But then I noticed it's not coming from my tank or anything. And then I also noticed the fork, the truck just start tilting down. It's starting to lose air. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the fucking air suspension in the truck exploded Jeez. on one side. So that dude was stuck out there, because apparently... That's tied to the air braking system of the truck, oh, no. so he couldn't leave to go to other stores until somebody came out there to fix his truck. Oh, it, was a, it was an experience. Like I said, it sounded so fucking loud inside that inside that fucking trailer when that went off. Well, like
0: I said, I was just we. I went to McDonald's because we were having like a team meeting before we started the day because we were working Christmas Eve, and my boss was going to get us breakfast. I'm just parked out there. We're on our tablets for our morning call. And the next thing I know, my engine shuts off. Did it pop back on and smoke started blowing through my AC? Oh,
1: God. (laughs) It's like that fucking scene in Christine where it fucking off the bitch inside.
0: (laughs) Back when I worked at Home Depot, I was watching, I was flagging for a forklift operator who was unloading a truck in the lumber department. And he was being lazy and he was unloading one side of the truck at a time. Oh, no. So he gets everything off one side of the truck. Suddenly, all of the tires on the right side of the truck pop.
1: Oh. Did it? F-
0: it didn't flip. Okay. It didn't flip, but it, it puts, because the battery was no fucking- longer weighted evenly, it put way too much weight and pressure on yeah. the tires. I imagine that truck driver side.
1: came out there, saw what he had done in the back of that truck, and was fucking
0: oh yeah like
1: why would you unload one side you fucking ocd motherfucker (laughs) like fucking spread it out jesus
0: when i uh when i worked for a company that was a warehouse that was uh, like a logistics company that handles all the shipping and receiving for uh the product produced by dupont we would load trucks and unload trucks with boxes of plastic beads and uh, we'd also get these huge pallets uh, 50 pound bags of plastic beads. Um, I built some good relationships out there with a bunch of the guys, and I'd go to this one employee. actually three employees that lived together. I would go to their house on weekends and we'd drink and watch UFC fights. One of these days, I was at their house, a buddy of theirs came over, and he, had, he basically got fired right before I started working at the place. The reason he was fired. Was because he was playing on his phone on this forklift. And on these forklifts, they required you to always drive in reverse. Uh, And he drove his truck right through a loading dock door. And fortunately, they're governed at like 12 miles an hour. So he couldn't go. He didn't go like fully off the loading dock. The truck was just halfway hanging through the door and off the loading dock. Jeez.
1: That's fucking gnarly.
0: Did you guys see there was a a streamer who he noticed there was somebody in his chat uh, that he hadn't um, been in his chat for a while? Mm -hmm. And so he's like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up? And the person was like, oh, yeah, I've been dealing with stuff. Uh, My mom died. And the guy was like, hey, I'm going to give you some advice. When someone asks you, how you been, just say good and shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Jeez.
0: I forget the guy's name. I, mean, I don't even know what game It's objectively he played. funny, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's objectively funny to most people except the person that finally yeah. came back to his favorite streamer after he dealt yeah. with a bunch of stuff and was like, well, yeah, my like, mom like, you died. Just, the guy's like, uh, shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> yeah. just
0: like, Look, I'm looking for good... Like th- He went on to lecture the guy about... Etiquette.
1: Oh yeah, no, fuck that guy. It wasn't being funny. He was just being. Oh yeah, no. He was
0: was genuinely mad for the guy bringing down the mood of the chat.
1: Fucking leave here and take your dead mom with you.
0: God damn. Yeah, no. Oh, if he just ended it, like if that was all he said, that would have been funny. And then he could have like, well, sorry to hear that. Yeah, just tie it. thing. But the harp on the guy. Yeah, no, just tie
1: it off with the bow. Be like, I'm just joking, man. I'm sorry to hear about your loss. Glad you're back, et cetera, et cetera. Except this guy was like, no, I'm being serious. Fucking, just say you're being good. You're harshing my vibes here, dog. I'm trying to get these mad snipes in Call of Duty, and I'm (laughs) fucking thinking about sad stuff. Like, what if my mom dies? (laughs) People suck. Yeah. On that note, let's talk about something that's not people. Or. Oh, God damn it.
0: Let's further delay so that Logan has to wait <laughs> even longer to get to the story he's been wanting to get well, to. I've been
1: waiting for so long. Look, you chose to do other stories before it's this. It's not true. It's not true. Just the stories chose was, him. The stuff was already done and recorded.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he hasn't actually...
1: Presented, presented a news story in very, very long time. Yeah,
0: since mid-October, October. early October. Was it the doll? Was it Robert?
1: Yeah, Robert would have been my newest one. Yeah,
0: yeah. because in November we did the... decker,
1: uh, which had been recorded for a while. Yeah. So it's been a while. It has. It's been a it's while. Almost forgot how to research. Three months, two months? It's been oh, two God, got to
0: start researching soon. Yeah.
1: Well this would be all three of us have researched here recently, so the next one will probably be a chiller filler. So that gives you time. Well, we could do a chiller filler. Yeah. As we make decisions for the show on the show while people are <laughs> listening to us. They're like, Oh, they might be doing a chiller filler next
0: time. Yeah, if you would like to provide your input on whether or not we should do a chiller filler, feel free to email us at the United or, States of Paranormal at gmail dot com. Episode ideas so you can make our research hey, that man. much easier.
1: Or much if you're tired of hearing uh if you're tired of hearing Brandon Mope about broken stuff in his house, please donate a small fraction of two payments of $10.99.99. To, oh, that's a lot of nines there. I was about to say, you mean I could buy a lunch? Yeah. Or if you like Brandon.
0: Or if you'd like Brandon's address, so you can go to house and break other stuff of his. <laughs> yeah. yeah. free the email us at the United States. <laughs> Fucking damn it. The United <laughs> States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Uh, but no. We have a long email.
1: We have a Holy long crap. show name. That's why we fucking, people break it down to 2SOP. That's why on that shirt that I got in the car for you to give to the lady that won the raffle, it says 2 on it instead of the United States of Paranormal.
0: We can't even use Tusop though, in a lot of stuff, because there's like an organization that is way more important than what we do that goes by Tusop. Is there really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like some kind of nursing organization. i looked this up now. Can they sue us? We like, are- that's why we couldn't do 2SOP.com. 2SOP.com.
1: Our acronym stands for a different thing than their acronym. We'll be fine. (laughs) Also, all of our things that are like, quote unquote, trademarked, there's our full fucking name. All right, so the first thing that
0: comes up when you Google 2SOP is geometric lullabies. Well, that's weird. Which, if you're
1: here for geometric lullabies... Uh, we actually don't do that.
0: What is a geometric lullaby? And This
1: is I why don't we don't know. do that. We don't even know what it is. All right, there's twosop.com. It's when you lullaby your kid to sleep. So just twosop.com dot com was already a thing. And I don't know yeah. if this
0: is an organization because this looks just like a foreign website. And it's like the logo is a guy in like a chef's hat. Yeah. Well, that's cool. We like chefs. Yeah. We, we like food. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a news
1: site. don't like news that much.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. I remember we had trouble. with well, Jeremy had trouble finding it, when he was trying to get the URL.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then
0: you were asking about geometric lullabies.
1: You guys really are just fucking prolonging. <laughs> They're fucking sitting here googling geometric lullabies. He's playing one. It sounds like like a fucked up train horn in the distance. I would not want to go to sleep to that. Well, it's a lullaby, so technically wouldn't that be for children? It's like a grungier version
0: of the type of music I actually do play for my kid to sleep to. Uh, Uh,
1: When Daniel was little, we played him, uh, I played him the... uh, Rockabye, baby, which was all like the old like '80s rock and everything, but breaking down to like. Yeah, I
0: remember you used to play that stuff in the car. I tried to find similar stuff, but I couldn't uh, locate it. So now we either play Kalimba covers of pop music, or um, I usually end up playing an album called goodbye to language by the artist daniel lenoir
1: the rockabye stuff was uh it was cool but it still feels a little weird when you're trying to get your kid to sleep and it's like a lullaby version of fat bottom girls by <laughs> queen <laughs> and you're like see i still say you need to play some
0: atonal music for him to sleep too, like some schoenberg or my wife she has her, her own kalimba covers playlist uh because she uses spotify i use apple music so we have different like i don't have all the smaller creator-produced music that she does. And I was sitting there listening to it, and I was sitting there I was like, why does this sound so familiar? What is this? I was like, that's fucking the theme song, The Demon Hunter. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> no, 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 there's I a bunch it. of, what? Like, it's a bunch of stuff, but there's a bunch of anime music that's mixed into it I as would well. be okay
1: with hearing, like, the lullaby version of, like, the Attack on Titan theme song <laughs> or something. I'm like, what? what are you drinking there, Maddie?
0: I am drinking Ghost Energy.
1: Oh! <gasps> You're drinking an energy drink that's called Ghost on a paranormal podcast. I am. It's a shame they don't sponsor us.
0: Swedish fish flavored. <laughs> so,
1: no, it's actually I don't like Swedish fish. Okay, listen, I don't like Swedish fish because one, those fuckers get stuck in your teeth, and, and that is the same reason disgusting. why I don't eat puffy the pu- the cheese poofs. Yeah, is because I don't like shit stuck in my teeth. I don't like taffy. I feel you. Swedish fish are hard and get stuck in your teeth, but that energy drink does taste good.
0: It is. It's it's a nice. So the problem with a lot of zero sugar energy drinks is they're all sour, but not in a fun sour way. Yeah. This has a nice mild sweetness to it.
1: I like the ghost logo on there because he looks like he somebody fucked around and he is about to let them find out. He just looks <laughs>
0: he looks perturbed. Yeah, that ghost is hardcore, dude. Yeah. I'd love a ghost sponsorship. Hey, if you're from Ghost, email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail
1: If you're from Sweetest Fish. Don't we're good. Us. <laughs> the Swedish Fish guy was writing a check and just now crying, ripping it up. <laughs> Nobody ever wants the Swedish Fish. Is that Swedish? That sounds Swedish. No. Or do you have to go pork? It sounds Listen, it's not racist. It's Muppets. Okay, so <laughs>
0: this studio we're in actually used to be called Studio Swedish Chef.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, you tell me about that. The hard, somebody you, stole the fucking Muppet. Yeah, resume. if we
0: turned the computer on, it would the the hard drive is still labeled Swedish Chef, Chef, Chef and has a picture of Swedish Chef on it. And yeah, there used to be a stuffed Swedish Chef in here, but college students are assholes.
1: Yep my hard drives for all my Xboxes since the 360 where you had to buy the extra hard drive and everything for it mm-hmm. have all been labeled fuckmaster 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> which is really awkward when people can like see stuff like he'll show it on a computer or something that like yeah. fuckmaster 2.0 like that's my that's my Xbox
0: <laughs> <laughs> well everything Dakota has says uh Wayne gobbler so that's <laughs> no, fine that's It'll- just
1: his truth <laughs> so,
0: it's fine there was actually a Comcast technician who got in trouble one time because uh, when you set up like all your cable boxes and stuff for Comcast, you have to name like the room and everything it's uh-huh. in. And so uh, he named uh, a bedroom TV the fuck palace. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when I helped Logan set up his internet at his apartment, yeah, I he, named his yeah. Wi-Fi network Logan's Baby Beatery. <laughs> you named it
1: Nagel's Baby Beatery. Yeah. But it still nonetheless said Baby Beatery. Good times. So now my stuff is Matt sucks. Uh,
0: but I will, however, absolutely sell out the Swedish fish. Uh, here's my Swedish fish pitch. You know what? You can eat all the Swedish fish you want. I'm not touching that garbage. Do you like candle wax? Do you like eating
1: candle wax? I mean, fucking don't sully the good name of candle wax, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you remember those little fucking, uh, they look like uh, Coke bottles, but they were wax and they had juice in them. Oh, and yeah. It, yeah. Okay. You had to tear them or bite into them to get to the fluid, okay? Never once have I bitten in one of those to get the fluid and had it stuck in my teeth for a day and a half, all right? (laughs) Fuck
0: Swedish fish. Uh, I will say, everything you've said about Swedish fish is absolutely true. I actually do like Swedish fish.
1: (laughs) He he just likes to be
0: bothered for a day. I like No, it's like like if you get a bag of Swedish fish, you have one, it's like, oh, God, this is disgusting. But you reach in, you grab another one anyways because there's something mildly addicting about those fuckers. I like... Foods I like sweets that aren't very sweet, or good. And uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's like, you know what? This has a burnt ass flavor. That's what I. I want. don't know. No, I would never ash. say
1: that they that they have a horrible flavor. I just they're fucking hard and get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> burnt ass flavor. I think you just got a really bad batch of Swedish fish or something.
0: Yeah. Did you like try to cook your Swedish fish <laughs> on a meth spoon? <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Why a meth spoon? <laughs> Well, I feel like that's going to... you be- even cook meth on a spoon? I thought that was heroin. Oh,
0: heroin. I'm so- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not experienced. I'm not either. <laughs> why don't you break down the uh, the tech specs of... I don't know. You might cook drugs. meth
1: on a spoon. I don't know. I don't know why I looked I- at Kayla when I was <laughs> trying to find a- Like, do you know if you cook meth on a spoon? I think you just smoke meth. It goes yeah, on a pipe. rocks? Yeah, it's rocks. Hey, if you know how to make and do <laughs> meth, please email us at the United States of Paranormal Look, at in Southeast com.
0: Texas, we could just go across the street and ask. actually.
1: if really, though, if you do know how to make and uh, do meth, uh, you can forward it to us by mailing at thecallguys at gmail.com and have them forward it to us. Yeah, we can use it. <laughs> they us. love getting emails, so. <laughs> they also love getting meth. <laughs> This is a disclaimer. We do not know if the call guys do or do not participate in hard narcotics. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, meth. All right, let's go. Can we talk about mooses now?
0: Look, uh, you you moose. derailed us that time. Have you seen videos of moose freaking swimming or
1: running across water? Well, yeah. Well, we're going to get into moose, so this is on topic. One of the funniest fucking little webcomics I've ever seen in my life was based on it shows – A a guy, like a guy diving, and he sees a killer whale, and the diver looks terrified, and it's swimming towards him. Uh, Wait, no. He sees the moose swimming towards him underwater, and he looks terrified and confused, Mm -hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, a killer whale eats the fucking moose in front of him, and it shows the guy in the next panel throwing his diving gear into the fucking trash can. (laughs) And then it shows a actual piece of paperwork that shows moose's natural predators, and it is killer whales... And fucking bears, and that's because moose swim so low underwater that fucking killer whales just fucking eat them.
0: That's crazy.
1: That's well, fucking yeah, especially nuts. when you think about how big a moose fucking is. Like, a, a, a moose fucking, I hear. Moose I mean, I imagine it's, it's at baby. least the size of two, two mooses. mooses.
0: They can. So mooses can <laughs> be a, up <laughs> to like ten feet tall.
1: Oh, I know. Maybe right. you're pussy ass mooses. This moose is a lot bigger than those mooses. <laughs> like. A moose would be, like,
0: up to that line up there. I'd line. imagine a bear's natural predator would be a fucking moose. I, mean, I bet I'm you a sure moose could a, take I'm a bear. I'm sure there's
1: plenty of bears out there that are dead and or crippled from fucking yeah. with the moose. I saw a moose. Those are scary. I That's saw why Alaska is for the fucking birds. Yeah.
0: I, I saw a video of this guy. He was filming his front driveway because two moose were fighting in his driveway. <laughs> and his car got fucked up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like we watched the new Jurassic Park today. And there's a scene where a fucking Triceratops just bodies a fucking SUV because it pissed it off. (laughs) And I'm just like, I was like, in that Triceratops mind, that was just another dinosaur with headlights and it was fucking mad for it being in its territory. But it fucked that.
0: That's like, there's uh, a video right now of a a boat going around in Africa and a hippopotamus start chasing it. Don't fuck with hippos. Oh, yeah. For some reason, the, the white people in the boat are blasting. It's going to be the best day of my life. As they're getting chased from a fucking hippo.
1: Yeah, hippos are scary. They don't even really swim. They just rebound off the bottom of the oh. water. They're just like, whoom, whoom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: like Their swimming speed is like 35 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, don't fuck with those like, things. They, they are the most you. dangerous animal on the planet. Yeah, yeah they, they are, are absolutely terrifying. I've seen footage of hippos fucking up alligators. And, and lions. Yeah. And
1: yeah. But, like They are one of the most aggressive animals.
0: Yeah, they are absolutely horrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, like, if you survive an attack somehow, it just, their teeth look so nasty. Like, I feel like you are just going to die of Sepsis, just a few days later. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you survived it, but you're going to die because them fuckers' mouths are nasty. God. That being said, I would like to talk about my violent or not-so-violent creature. He's a little violent. He's it's not, a so He's not, not hippo-violent, but who really is outside <laughs> of his place? Uh, just like every legend or mystery, our cryptid critter has an origin. And in order for me to divulge that awesome moosey goodness to you, I have to take you back to 1891 to Maine, which I've never been to Maine, but that's where Daniel is now, isn't it? Didn't he say Maine? I kiss where he said Maine. Uh, but take you back to, gotta take you to Maine near the shores of Lobster Lake where Clarence Duffy, a lifelong resident of Old Town and experienced hunting guide, first encountered the ghostly moose.
0: So, quick question. Is that where, like, Maine Lobster's from? Lobster Lake? Like, I would hope it has for...
1: I imagine it's probably got a bunch of lobsters in it to be named Lobster Lake, and it's in Maine, which is known for, you know, seafood and lobster rolls. Like, Like, is it like Champagne, where for it to be a Maine lobster, it has to come from Lobster Lake? Funny you would say that. Because it, isn't it one of the big lakes, Lake Champagne, out up north too? There is a lake called Champagne. Yeah. yeah.
0: Man, I fucking love
1: lobster rolls. Fucking lobster rolls are good, man. I'm hungry. We're gonna fucking segue again. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: need to go hit up mainly sandwiches sometime.
1: Yeah, that was good shit. Though Duffy claims he could not fathom getting close enough to the ghoulish apparition that is now known as Spectre Moose, he could and did describe the creature to fellow hunters only to be laughed at and scoffed at as he detailed the pale moose that seemingly glowed and stood far taller than any other moose he had ever seen. And this dude is a, he was a hunting guide, Like, that was his job. So you figure it, the hunting guy doesn't want to discredit himself by going around and be like, ghost moose. So I feel like he really saw something.
0: I don't know. My thought would be that anybody spends a lot of time in the woods.
1: They start seeing glowing mooses? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. crazy- <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah. We'll go to our medical professionals uh, real quick uh, to tell us about uh, glowing moose syndrome.
0: Hey, if you're a hunting guide and you've seen a glowing moose, email us at the United States of at gmail.com. Uh-huh.
1: However, just a few months after Duffy had been chastised and ridiculed for his claim to have seen a, to what he had seen, a lumberman named John Ross, who was also at Lobster Lake, reporting while he was clearing trees to have uh, seen a giant white moose with an unnatural glow slowly walking through the woods only to disappear moments later to not be seen again with the second reporting of the ghostly moose more of the residents of the area stopped scoffing and started believing the encounters the two men claimed to have seen so you know one guy says it let's make fun of him two guys says it there's probably a ghost moose at least that's what that's kind of what how
0: do you make a ghost moose
1: how do you make a ghost trauma Maybe the moose had trauma.
0: The moose died with PTSD.
1: I mean, a lot of animals die violently. I couldn't imagine having, like, a cat ghost in your house. That would be fucking horrendous. Okay, um, you're right, though. A lot of animals die violently, so... Why isn't there more animal ghosts? Exactly. So does it need to be extra violent? Well, there. I don't know, but there is, there is shows on Discovery and stuff that are specifically about animal hauntings. So that's the thing. Like, ghost horses, dog horses. Uh, the black dog has always been, like, a well-known ghost type thing. So, I mean, they're out there. I just feel like, I guess they're, it might be, like, the whole thing that Jeremy brought up. To where, like, people are like, why are all the time, every time people see ghost, they're in Victorian clothes or this or that. And, like, well, because if somebody sees somebody walking down the street dressed like you are maybe they don't know it's a ghost maybe current ghosts are harder to pick out because you're just like oh that's just a guy walking down the street in his nikes and his fucking wife beater but meanwhile it's a ghost of a fucking tweaker (laughs) (laughs) so maybe people don't see a lot of animal ghosts because they just see a fucking cat on the street and they're like fuck that cat and that cat's just like gone
0: (laughs) hey let's face it all cats are probably just gonna look at you and
1: be gone gone. yeah (laughs) Fair. That same year, a New York hunter claimed to have seen the moose near the, now this is, I'm not going to pronounce this right, because this name of this lake is weird, the Sourdenhalt Lake. That is S-O-U-R-D-N-A-H-U-N-L-T Lake. Sourdenhalt Lake, that's what I'm going with. tight. And reportedly fired several slugs into the beast with no effect, not even a flinch from the ghostly moose. But he did, however, make it incredibly mad, so the moose charged, so the man ran and hid inside a bear cave and stayed in the cave for about an hour and a half till the moose left.
0: Imagine being so scared of a moose that you chose to a take bear your cave? chances with bears.
1: For an hour and a half, just hoping the bear's not home or doesn't come home. Uh, even after this third encounter, many people still brushed off the stories. That's until a New York sportsman by the name of Howard Van Ness Saw the spectre moose and shot him several times in 19, or not 1982, 1892. Fucking dyslexic, have an ass. Uh, this these, this event uh, happened about 30 miles northeast of Norcross. Vaness and three other New York men were out hunting when Vanesse got separated from the group. When he happened to find and shoot the spectre moose that he claimed weighed a ton and was tall as a camel with magnificent head and antlers. When his shock connected with the the moose's shoulder, he claimed the creature let out a grunt before coming after Vanessa, who hid in a tangled mass of fallen trees and branches. So he got separated from his hunting party, saw a giant... I don't even know how he would say he knew that it weighed a ton, though. Maybe just because, like, its presence? Like, it walking around? Uh, The moose then circled the area at an incredible speed, and then jumped clear over the pile of trees the man was hiding in before disappearing from sight. So he got separated from his homies and then said he saw a ghost moose that uh, he shot, and then it harassed him for a while, too. Which seems like to be moosey nature, regardless. Apparently, they're very... uh, They're the tanks of the animal world, because they take shots. Like, if you're going to shoot a moose, it's very important that you make sure it connects and puts it down. Otherwise, the moose is probably coming to kick your ass.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you don't... You don't leave a moose alive. You're going to shoot at it.
1: After the story being told by a much respected hunter like Vanesse, many hunters flocked area to hunt the ghostly moose, but the elusive cryptid was not seen again until 1895 by a taxidermist named Granville Gray. Then a few years later in 1999, or sorry, 1899, good Lord, accidentally, that's a fucking typo. That would have been a big fucking time jump. By Gilman Brown of West Newberry, Massachusetts. He said he got close enough to the moose on Roach River. There's a lot of weird names for rivers out in Maine, by the way. Uh, he said he got close enough to it out there on Roach River to count up to 22 points on just one side of the moose's antlers. This is unusual because mooses are known to have... Is it mooses or meese?
0: I think it's moose. Moose? I don't even think it's moose is. Moose I think moose? it's just moose.
1: Uh, they're commonly known to have up to 8 to 12 points on one side. So it was basically almost double what normal. Brown also fired up to five shots at the creature, and all it did was glare at him and then slowly walk away. I didn't even didn't even charge him. He didn't care. The moose just called me a bitch. <laughs> so the dude's a taxidermist out there. I guess he's out there just making his own business. He's just out there trying to snuff animals to be like, buy this one.
0: I mean, you got to advertise yourself somehow. I guess. If people aren't bringing it in, you got to bring in your own business.
1: But the Spectre moose is named so because of its whitish gray hue and its pale glowing aura that's said to stand over uh, about 15 feet tall and weigh around 2,500 pounds with horns that stretch 10 to 12 feet across. So it's a big fucking moose. Compared to a normal moose uh, in Maine that are 8 to 900 pounds and about 6 feet tall with a 6 foot span on their horns. Horns or antlers, I guess antlers. The story really picked up uh, when the New York Times itself actually ran a story in 1899 uh, about the moose and the incident with Van Ness. Like, so the New York Times actually wrote a story about a cryptid back in 1899
0: that's and dope. published it.
1: Which that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool fucking piece of paperwork to have if you could manage to get. I mean, that's old as shit now, but if you could manage to have that article of the specter moose, that'd yeah, be pretty sick.
0: I mean, if you could, fig- if you knew which uh, issue it was. You might be able to track... They might have a decent enough archive to find uh, yeah, something. Yeah,
1: probably. Being that it's the New York Times, they probably do. One spotting near the Chairback Mountain by a Boston hunter in 1901. And then the next time the moose would be seen is in 1906 by George Neeland of Sherman, Maine, who came close to the moose on a bicycle on the road between Sherman and Mackwahawk. The man at first glance thought that the horse was... The, the moose was a horse, but when he stopped to get a closer look, he was surprised to see the massive, large, white moose. Shortly after, the beast charged him, forcing him to climb a tree. Then the moose studied the man's bicycle and vanished. So, if anything, it seemed like the moose wasn't even really angry with the man. He was just like, what the fuck is that? And uh, he just wanted to get a closer look at the dude's bicycle. But apparently, he reportedly stayed up in the tree for about 45 minutes after the moose disappeared.
0: Yeah, I fucking would, too.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> The fucking homeboy was like, oh, look at that nice horse. And then was like, wait, that's a fucking moose. Wait, that's a ghost moose. And then it went to fucking beat his ass. It just sat there and started talking shit on my bike. (laughs) You're the saddest looking fucking moose I've ever seen. The moose would make one more appearance in 1917, but after this, it would not be seen for a while until a rash of sightings flared up in 1932, and then again with another rash of sightings in 1938. Once being spotted in a group of other moose, the beast was claimed to have been so large, the other male moose in the group looked like pygmies. Yet again, the specter moose just disappeared. It's weird that the other moose wouldn't be spooked by a moose that's twice their size and glowing. But, you know, animals.
0: Yeah, but I say, like, are they intelligent
1: enough to be intimidated by something like that? I'm not going to assume all mooses are dumb. I don't want to upset the moose fucking people. The oddest tale of the creature is one of a group of hunters near the Moluncus stream in east-central Maine that claimed to have killed the large white moose. After they killed it, they slit its throat and struggled for hours to hang the massive creature from a tree to bleed it overnight so they could skin and dress it when the sun rised. But when the group got up in the morning, the moose was gone. And the following night, after the dead moose had vanished, the men claimed the dead moose just walked into their camp Neck still slit, glowing. The hunter shot it again, but this time the moose was unfazed and slowly walked away. Later to be seen again near Ashland, about 90 miles away, with a slit neck and was shot once again to no effect. So that's multiple people claiming that they not only found the moose, but killed it, only for it to just get out of a tree and show back up, being like, good luck, bitches, and just fucked off again. Only to be shot. ...a day later by someone else and still just be unfazed. Psych, bitch! Some people claim that maybe it's just an albino moose... ...only to be scoffed at by lo- locals who say who hear this all the time... ...and now they say, listen, albino mooses are usually smaller and have pinkish eyes... ...while the specter moose is claimed to have brown eyes and is massive. The others even go so far to bring up the fact that mooses that are infested with winter ticks... ...fur can grow lighter and lighter even cause the creature to rub off most their fur. Yet again, locals will tell you that those mooses are usually skinny and emaciated and absolutely, absolutely don't glow. So it's short, sweet story, but I was really delighted to just see how many encounters of like with people that were like, this is their name. Mm -hmm. This is the year. This is when this happened. And then when I found out that the fucking New York times wrote about it and everything, I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah.
0: Apparently I was just looking it up. The New York Times did another article in nineteen thirty eight and you can actually see the Spectre Moose like they have it digitized online.
1: Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Well I'll get that from you later and we'll put that in the socials and everything. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a massive story, but it's a really cool story. I like stuff of like giant creatures or something like this that just like has been seen so many times to where the residents of that area are just like, it's a thing. They're not like, maybe it's out there. They're like, it's out there. And then people are like, oh, it could be this. And like, no, fuck you. Albino mooses have pink eyes and are small. Our moose has brown eyes and is massive and could kick your albino moose's ass.
0: Yeah, they have fucking, uh, they have experts.
1: Yeah, they got skin in the game at that point. It's just like people with fucking Mothman and everything where people come to their town like, it could be this. And like, no, Mothman's Mothman. If you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> But yeah, that was the story of the Spectre Moose of Maine. That's dope. I'd really like to get a fucking art done with the Spectre Moose some point and just to have a shirt for myself because he is quickly becoming one of my favorite cryptids. I just think it's neat that there's just a giant fucking glowing white moose out in the wilderness just f- constantly harassing people. And it's just like it's so spread out because it started like early 1800s and yeah. they just kept going. And it wasn't like constant. It was like he would disappear. He'd come back. He'd disappear. He'd come back always seem to be hunters that he fucked with or taxidermist and everything. But that makes sense because that's who's out in the wilderness poking around.
0: Yeah, those are the people who are going to see it.
1: Thoughts? Concerns? Notes?
0: Uh, I'd like to go to Maine sometime. I think that'd be really fun.
1: Do you want to go to Maine for the specter Moose or you want to go to Maine to have some lobster rolls?
0: I don't ever want to go somewhere just for the food, but the food is definitely a bonus to going there. Yeah uh yeah i'd love to go i like i like hiking and stuff in like mountainy areas and forests and so it'd be fun to go out there and get harassed by a giant glowing white moose yeah i'm about it i have no reason to be
1: chased into a bear cave by a fucking ghost moose though i'm just saying you've never can you climb a tree quick enough to get away from a fucking pissed oh, off moose? you think his ass could get up a tree <laughs> I So bear cave it tree. is for that
0: <laughs> if i can take down a tree i can get up a tree
1: Sure. I don't like
0: the looks you just gave me. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm just saying, it's Maine. If it's anything like Indiana, most of the trees are like fir trees, like pine trees and stuff. There's not a lot of low-hanging branches to get, like, you're no, shimmying. You're there's hugging.
0: There's, uh, so, no, it's not a lot of fir trees, uh, necessarily. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know what you call them, trees that actually lose their leaves in the winter. Uh we actually have family up in Maine um, that Blair has gone to visit. I have not had an opportunity. Yeah, to I remember
1: know. when she went up that way because she got me my hockey puck from the Bruins. Yeah, and, and
0: all the photos—it was all red and orange leaves and stuff. Yeah, apparently, we got a lot of much oaks and pines. Yeah, I mean, pines can get pretty big. We got pine trees down here. I believe
1: in you. Scared enough? I think you could probably climb a tree.
0: I'll climb a tree right now. Let's okay, go. Let's, let's go, go outside, outside and line, pick a
1: tree, a tree to climb. Well, yep. I think I'll have a tree. That was me Spectre Moose. Like I said, it's not a long story. It's not as long as the, you know, Snedecker's two-parter and everything, but it's cool. I always like looking up stuff like this. I honestly thought it was going to be less content than it was from, like, the brief bits I've heard of the Spectre Moose. I've never heard, like, multiple encounters and everything. I know the other, like, I've listened to, almost a year ago now, mm-hmm. is when I talked to you guys about listening, trying to look for content on the Spectre Moose. Like, I wanted to listen to content. yeah. Every every pod like the, all of three podcasts I've heard that covered the Spectre Moose like had like an encounter and it was like fifteen minutes of Spectre Moose and the rest was nothing. I there was quite a bit of stuff in there. Yeah,
0: but we give you twenty minutes of Spectre. Moose. Hey man, it's
1: better than nothing. I just really want to talk about the Spectre Moose. I have this. Uh, I have for no, I mean they've heard me bitch about it over and over again.
0: Oh yeah, it's been an ongoing thing, and now we we're fucking done with it. We're never done with it, Spectre and, and Moose. Now we'll never <laughs> have
1: to hear about it again. Oh, you'll hear about them again and again. And eventually, I'll have a shirt. It's going to happen. I'll get myself some Spectrum Moose art for my birthday. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> give me a shirt made.
0: You know what, Logan? I believe you.
1: Uh, speaking of content, uh, any listeners out there have any ideas for what we could possibly put on a Patreon when we get around to putting it up? Uh, hit us up at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com or any of our socials. We'd love to hear from you guys. We've heard from about, I think about two people have mentioned Patreon and offered suggestions. But if you have an idea of what we could do for it, uh, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear you from you regardless.
0: See? Yeah, talk to us
1: anyway. If you have a case you want us to hear, if you want to hear Bose, Matt, or myself, or any of the other members over at Team uh, Bougiers cover something, let us know. If tell you us about want, a cryptid. Tell us about a haunting.
0: So if you just want some ASMR files of yeah. us, you know.
1: If you want Brandon to tell you the extensive history of the Twinkie, Ask us. We'll have him do it.
0: He's intimately familiar. He's actually That makes f- it sound
1: like he fucked a Twinkie.
0: <laughs> you're taking it there. I was about to say he's actually the foremost expert in
1: Twinkie he history. you intimately familiar with Twinkies. Brandon, just say subtly onto the mic that you're intimately close with Twinkies. Subtly just I- like <laughs> just just lean in the mic, Brandon. Give it your give it your most sexy. I am intimately close with Twinkies. So subtly. Why do you go ASMR? Of Twinkies. I was thinking more of like a Barry White. Like, I'm wearing oh, headphones. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> if anybody knows a Twinkie, it's Brandon. He knows a Twinkie so hard he can't walk right the next day. <laughs> Cream filling, baby.
0: Twinkies are gross.
1: Fuck that it. Filling. You eat Swedish fish. You have no credibility in the snack world. Twinkies are also now ripping up the check for sponsoring us after they heard that Brandon might fuck a Twinkie. You think Hostess gives a fuck about us? I wish Hostess gave a fuck about us. I fucking have many of good memory of buying the orange cupcakes of Hostess as a kid.
0: Hey, if you work for Hostess, email us at the United States of Gmail. (laughs) Email us at Paranormal at gmail.com and come fight me.
1: No. Why would you? Why? Why do you want to fight Hostess? There has to be a hostess I'm snack that you Debbie. like. Little Debbie. Really?
0: Yeah. That's I said it. Oatmeal cream pies, fucking delicious.
1: What is that meme of uh, instead of Little Debbie, it's Big Debra? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no. I, I honestly, I cannot think of.
1: I can't name a Little Debbie a, snack.
0: He just named one. Oatmeal. Oatmeal oh, cream please. pies. Honey buns. Uh, Nutty Buddies, Star Cookies.
1: Oh, is Nutty Zebra not nutty,
0: nutty Buddies is Little nutty, Debbie.
1: Nutty butters. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I thought they were nutty Nutter butters. butters? Nutter yeah. butters. Um, Star Crunch is that Little Debbie? Yeah, Star Crunch is Little Debbie. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all got their own fucking like big things though. Like Hostess has the the cupcakes with the little swirls. Uh, Hostess has uh, fruit pies and everything. Hostess has Twinkie. Hostess okay, has I'll, snowballs. I'll give the fruit pies. I will absolutely fuck hostess. up a fruit pie. Uh, not to be confused with Brandon absolutely fucking a Twinkie. It's very <laughs> different. I would not do anything sexual to a fruit pie. Okay, I
0: will. I will absolutely give Hostess the fruit pie. Their fruit pies are delicious. Their, none of their uh, confectionaries.
1: Yeah, like who cares I about guess the fruit zingers? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Hostess has a line of fucking. Uh, hostess is make is it Hostess that makes the cosmic brownies?
0: No, no, that's Little that's Debbie. Debbie. Little
1: Debbie's has the ice cream now. Then that's mm-hmm. Little Debbie yeah. has all that. I tell you, every all
0: of the. Well, because
1: uh, you, you went to fucking LCM, the snack line was all Little Debbie shit. I never
0: went to the snack line at the school. Oh, that's right, you're a poor kid. Yeah, exactly. I
1: was a poor kid. I didn't get anything from there either. But I would always watch people fuck up. Like, but so there's a, all those assholes that would go to line and buy like fucking eight star crunches and just eat them
0: listen listen answer me this outside of the pies name one little debbie snack that's not just waxy uh
1: you mean hostess
0: yeah i'm sorry little debbie's not waxy uh the cosmic brownie kind of is but i will
1: not shit on a twinkie i like twinkies uh i also like i said i really like the cupcakes i like the orange ones i always have
0: but then like little debbie has swiss rolls
1: I don't – I'm not a sweets person, so you're really huh. – I, I the fruit pies, I like pies. I just like pies, yeah. and that's great. I like fruit pies. Uh, I will occasionally eat a snowball when I'm in a specific mood because I don't really like coconut, mm-hmm. but snowballs have such a weird fucking oh, texture. I can't stand
0: snowballs. I
1: can't either, but there's certain times, like, like maybe like three times a year, something mm-hmm. will be happening inside Logan where he's like, I'm going to eat a fucking snowball. And I don't know if it's a sad thing or mad thing or what, but it just happens. I eat a snowball. <laughs> But and there was, like, they had a crossover with DC for years ago, and I had the box for the longest time until they turned. Oh, yeah. Fudge. Of the glow balls. And it was just green snowballs <laughs> for Green Lantern.
0: Some fudge rounds would be good right now. I don't know what a fudge round is. That's the, You know what a fudge round it's is. It's oatmeal cream pie, pie but it's like chocolate and would fudge inside it.
1: Oh. They sell double-deckers of those now in individuals at Walmart, yeah. of fudge rounds and oatmeal pies. It, the
0: only s- little Debbie snack that's chocolate that I like is the... Uh, are they nutty, nutter butters, or are they nutty buddies? Nutter they're nutter butters. But, no, no, there they're buddies. They yeah, are, I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Nutty buddy. I'm not, that's not, I'm talking. Here's about. the picture. This is what Matt's talking about. Yeah. So, what,
1: I, also, I. what is the nutter butter? Okay, nutter butter, I'm mistaken. It, I'm mistaken the two names. I'm Mingla affecting myself here. Oh, uh, okay, the nutter butter. Okay, nutty buddy. Nutty Buddies are Nutty Buddies are the bars. Yeah. And Nutter Butters are the peanut shaped. Yeah. Okay. Those okay. fucking chocolate covered Nutter Butters. Have you ever had one of those?
0: No, I haven't. Fuck
1: me. That is way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah. That but, is the only like
0: chocolate snack thing that. Yeah. I Nutty Buddies like. dope. Uh, I like to peel the
1: layers on them, Nutty Buddies. Yeah. Th- they're. I will we'll probably uh, get more emails talking about this than we will talk about the specials <laughs> because we're making people actively mad talking <laughs> yeah. about snacks. Somebody's but, in their car and be like, You gonna shit on a ding dong right now? <laughs> that's also the, probably the
0: sweetest thing that I like in those snack cakes, uh, minus the pies, but I mean, not fruit pie is going to be sweeter anyway. But aside from that, like I like the oatmeal cream pies, uh, I occasionally like the honey buns. Um, I, there's better honey buns. Well, I'm sure there are. I'll Tell you what's not a better honey bun: any of the Hostess honey buns. Oh yeah, no, no, that's right. The Krispy Kreme honey buns are really good. Hostess makes them.
1: the little muffins in the bag. I I don't like those. Those muffins, muffins, muffins at all. are good. Yeah, I no, I like those muffins. Yeah. I like the little
0: blueberry ones. I'll fuck that shit up. The blue, yeah. I, I normally don't like blueberry, but those blueberries... I'll fuck up a blueberry. Muffins. See, this just
1: proves my point. All of them have their own merits. They also you have right. their hostess's merchandising is way better than Little It, little it.
0: absolutely is. So they you have, got
1: stuff like they have the, the mini Magician. You got Twinkie the Kid. You got King Ding Dong. You don't fuck yeah. with Hostess's But well, this
0: Hostess picked the name that lets them branch out. Little Debbie, you're kind of pigeonholed. <laughs> <Just Little laughs> don't it's... say people are pigeonholing Little Debbie. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds uh, awful. It's funny. I'm looking this up, and uh, there's a picture of Little Diabetes.
1: Oh, don't, don't eat. <laughs> No, so he can talk about it because he is skirting the line there. No, he is diabetic, straight up. You got, oh, God. See, I forget about a lot of hostess ones because there's, like, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, that's the one I saw that said Big Deborah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, there is uh, – I forget about a lot of the hostess because you don't see – a lot of them don't get shelf space at most places. Like, you got, like, Suzy Q's and Ho-Ho's. You don't, like – is that stuff that you don't see Who names leftovers.
0: a snack cake a ding dong?
1: <laughs> Listen, I'll take a ding dong over a moon pie any day. I'm going to talk about chalky a fucking moon pie. Man, we have segued dude, hard at the end of the podcast. Moon pies,
0: if I remember correctly, they were made during the Depression. That's fitting. Yeah.
1: They taste sad. And then they got. <laughs> Straight up.
0: They, uh, I think it was during the Depression. And then they got picked up for World War II and, sh- ma- uh, sh- ma- and shipped out to troops. Of course. Uh, they're like this
1: is fit and fitting
0: for people in the dust. Some people bowl. give them to our troops. Love moon pies. My I'm, dad loves moon pies. I'm not. I don't. I don't like okay. marshmallows. So moon pies started in 1917 when a Kansas <laughs> coal miner asked our traveling salesman for a snack as big as the moon.
1: And they're like, "Here, this is kind of the size of your wallet. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> so like, it's like a coaster." And the guy was like. That not even yeah. close. To moon Earl size. Mitchell
0: reported back, in the bakery obliged with a tasty treat, aptly
1: named a moon pie. Man, that's awfully bold of them to throw the word "tasty" around like yeah. that. Like <laughs> it was—I mean, it, it was, was, was a different time. It was—it yeah. was,
0: it was, it was post World War One, so fair. Yeah, they were eating cardboard for Man. meals. <laughs> like it was filling, and it fit in a lunch pail, and the coal, coal miners loved it.
1: Oh, yeah, they're fucking in the coal mine all day long. They'll fucking like anything that doesn't like, taste like fucking coal and <laughs> sadness.
0: <laughs> like, their taste buds are already fucked from all the cigarettes and coal in the air. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that was our snack segue, apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If you would like to have a podcast exclusively yeah, about on snacks? snacks,
1: oh dude, I could do a fucking podcast about snacks, man. How do you do like a food podcast? Oh well, no, you- oh man, that's easy. It just depends on what kind of food podcast you're talking about here. But now, if you're going strictly snacks, man, what you got to do is you have a have to have an episode for each specific kind of snack. Oh, right? absolutely. And you got to be like, all right, today's episode's about flaming hot Cheetos and their adjacent's. So you gotta have all your variety of bullshit, flaming hot Cheetos and flaming hot Cheetos, and you just sit down with your guest or your co-host. Well, and see, and then with and that, you sit there and you work your way through it.
0: And I don't know if y'all see this HEB, but they got like flaming hot Cheetos macaroni and cheese now. Oh yeah,
1: they do. Uh, straight up, obviously, Cheetos, the Cheetos brand has. Obviously, it would yeah. be better in video format for a podcast. I used. I used uh, I bought three boxes of that flaming hot mac and cheese to make uh, flaming hot potato skins the other day. I just took the essence of the flaming hot out of there, like <laughs> yeah. the bag, and I used it in my mixture to go in my potato skins.
0: Man, I was at HEB the other day. Uh, shout out to HEB, and uh, there was a woman in the breakfast section, the frozen breakfast section, looking at waffles, and she was looking at the HEB HEB brand waffles. And her kid absolutely refused to let her buy anything that wasn't Eggo. Listen. And I was sitting there, and I was like, you know what? Honestly, because we buy the H-E-B brand, um, for the most part, and this is the only store I'll give this kind of credit to, most of the H-E-B brand stuff I have tried is oftentimes better than the name brand.
1: I'll give you that. But uh, also, I will give you uh, marketing, because as a kid, all I ever wanted was, like, I wanted Eggo's. Mm -hmm. Because you know, fucking nineties marketing, alone, fucked kids up. Like they just like made everything look so appealing. Anything. See, that's
0: where people fucked up getting rid of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, no, I saw that advertisement. That was everything I wanted.
1: Fucking Oreo cereal hit the shelf. That's all I wanted because I'd be seeing those commercials. Fucking or
0: Cookie Chris. Oh
1: yeah, just all that shit. Like it was just like, and then I'd get in my little head that I I needed that shit. Like listen, listen, you don't understand. That kid ate. That fucking pack of gushers and his head became a fucking fruit. He looked happy for a minute. <laughs> I wanna find out. <laughs> now yeah. stop buying me this Aldi's brand bullshit and get me Gusher Brand Gusher because that Aldi shit ain't got goo in it.
0: Yeah, no, I guess it's easier for parents to get away with not having to buy stuff like that because oh, of man. lack of TV.
1: It's not like fucking now where you have H. E. B. brands where the H. E. brand B brand Doritos have more flavor. When I was a kid, they my parents would buy a bag of whatever brand Aldi's was selling, and like, Aldi's knew their demographic there. They're like, you are, a, you are working poor class. And they're like, you guys are liable to steal our grocery carts, but you're also liable enough to know that you guys want to keep a quarter if you have it. So you had to fucking put a quarter into the fucking grocery cart yeah. to unchain it. And they're like, we'll know you'll bring our cart back because you need that quarter, you little poor bitch. <laughs> I think...
0: Beaumont is getting an Aldi's. Uh,
1: I wonder I, if it's different now, but back then it was literally oh, like... Oh, I don't know. It was like the rejects from everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh, so Including so. like, it was like shit Big Lots couldn't sell and like the dented shit from Kmart. So my parents would buy these Doritos and I remember them quote unquote fondly because I would fucking go in the... While well, I was watching A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, I'd go get them out of the fucking pantry. They had a fucking see-through window where you could see into the bag and you could see these poorly ass-flavored fucking <laughs> tortilla chips where, like, you'd see bald spots on the chip where there's no seasoning. And by the time you're done with the bag, there would be, like, an inch of powder because it wouldn't adhere the chip. And they tasted, like, garbage. (laughs) That's why I love my Aunt Joy so much because when we got took in there, that's the one with the husband that taught me how to make the pepperoni salads and everything. She would give me Mountain Dew. She would give me name-brand Doritos. Oh, man. If I was ever close to diabetes, it was probably visiting her as a child. (laughs)
0: I love the H-E-B brand um, Dorito knockoff. Um, I think that's really good. Oh,
1: yeah, their flavor on those. Their on the Cheeto knockoff
0: is fucking gross.
1: H-E-B does great things, but they also do horrendous things like seasonal sodas and chips. Oh, yeah. Like one year when I lived with Tony, he bought, do you remember that fucking, he bought that candy cane soda? that uh, taste, it, No, dude, it tasted like carbonated toothpaste water. <laughs> 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 like, I literally took that soda with me to places to make people try it. Like, I brought the to Doug and said, I was like, drink this. It tastes like carbonated toothpaste water. <laughs> and See, if you brought like, me
0: hey. a drink and there's like, it told me that it tastes like carbonated toothpaste water, I'm pouring dude, it out. I will I try, it.
1: I'll try everything yeah. once. Because I tried that fucking, I found that Jones soda that was Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It left such an aftertaste of gravy in your mouth. It was so,
0: so if you would like to send us anything weird to try, email us at the United States of Gmail. At, uh, fuck. That is the third time you have fucked that up The United today. States of Paranormal at gmail.com. The United States of
1: gmail.com. <laughs> but yeah, I like trying the weird stuff. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Wants. We know Logan's into weird stuff. I don't want to hear you fuck Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> I know what shirt I'm getting, Brandon, for his birthday. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they'll they do, HGB will do like stuffing chips and like just weird ass food. I never see chips. that stuff.
0: I gotta track that stuff down. Yeah, when well, they you do like
1: it. during Thanksgiving, they'll have the stuffing chips. Yeah. And then during Christmas, they'll be like, candy cane soda. And it does not taste like that.
0: Man, they, did, did a, you tell me Pitch Black was coming back?
1: It's already back. It's just, I'm trying to find it. I, yeah. I have not seen it anywhere. I've seen so many people post it on social media. It's just like, I, I'm the, the new can for pitch black mm-hmm. looks amazing. Yeah, I
0: saw that photo you had posted.
1: And I yeah. also have pitch black zero now, so good for you. Yay! And they have the energy. Drink.
0: Yeah. They, uh, my local HEB, they had right up front when you walked in the store, the very first thing you saw during the holidays was this big ass display for the stuff to make tamales. Nice. That's what my local store was pushing. It's like, that's cool. And I was gonna, I was thinking about doing tamales. Uh, because I've always wanted to make tamales, but I ended up not doing it. Mm. I made pecan pie instead. Ooh, that can look good. nope
1: dope. Yeah, it's a pretty can.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get me a bunch and then be fucking sad when they take it away, but honestly, they'll probably need to take it away before I hurt myself drinking so much like, pitch black.
0: <laughs> I will drink, I mean, just the fact that there's pitch black zero now.
1: Well, I, I just got to see how zero tastes. Yeah, works. I will probably. This literally
0: has become snack podcast. <laughs> I will probably drink one bottle of pitch black and one bottle of zero i will probably hate the zero and then that'll be all the pitch black i drink so i
1: don't be a fat ass it's fair but uh we're gonna wrap up the snack podcast here um
0: yeah i think we talked more about snacks than we did the specter moose
1: well i mean there's only so much specter moose content but snack content will never die so if you want a snack podcast please email (laughs) us at the matt you want to tell us the email again yeah,
0: the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. You I stumbled. almost you stumbled. <laughs> I <laughs> like I thought you were about to lose it
1: there. I was giving you one win. I was giving you a W, and you almost fucked it. Uh, up. Yeah, I
0: almost pulled that away from. Me. I'd love to do a snack podcast. Oh man, that's probably a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's in here trying talking about trying not to be a fat ass, and he's like, I'd love to do a snack podcast. Then the realization hit him about how much snacks he would eat, and he was like, I probably should. Oh,
0: uh, face it, it would have to be video content so people could watch us eat it. Yeah, we'd need a good place to do video content before we can do I mean, anything a like that.
1: Snack podcast. Yeah, they have a cool show. I'm trying to fucking close this podcast up, but they got this new cool show that is. Uh, they get a bunch of like sh- different kinds of cooks and chefs, and the whole show is they hit a vending machine to see what snack the guests have to try to recreate, uh-huh. and then after they go to the next round, they have to try to put their own unique spin on it. So mm-hmm. if they get flaming hot Cheetos, they have a couple hours to try to recreate a flaming hot Cheeto.
0: That's awesome. You know, it's
1: fucking hard. You know, like watching like p- people that cook for a profession and shit yeah. struggling to be like, how do I get it to do this? Two out of three of the guests on that episode for flaming hot Cheetos mm-hmm. fucking exploded fryers. Jeez. Trying to do it like shit started Fuck. flying everywhere. What what channel is that? Netflix.
0: Netflix. Mm. Oh, it's on Netflix. Have okay, to check that out. Blair used to watch. Uh, they don't exist anymore. Um, I don't know what company it was, but it was a they. They did a lot of food YouTube content, and yeah, it might have been Tasty. Uh, but they oh, Bon Appetit, Bon Appetit, yeah. they still a thing. Uh, there might not be Bon Appetit then, but um, but there was one of the people who would do stuff for them. She would try to make gourmet versions she still, of a lot she, of stuff. She still comes. She up does with no still videos. does stuff, yes, but she no longer works for that company. She now works solo. Another person from that company works for Babish. Or worked for Babish. Talk, I don't know I love if she still does. Shout afterwards. out
1: to fucking Binging with Babish. Yeah. Oh. I love that Oh, show. my
0: God. So, uh, on what you were talking about for a moment ago, I watched this. It was Iron Chef Dad Gourmet's McDonald's Chicken Nuggets. Oh, yeah. I've seen that guy on TikTok. So, l- let me just like, describe what he does. He doesn't try to remake the chicken nugget. He orders, a like, 220 pieces Pills all the frying off of it. Okay, he blends the meat
1: paste. It was already blended before it became a chicken. <laughs> In argument. simpler
0: terms, then he takes he deconstructs it and uses the parts of it to make a gourmet a gourmet yeah. meal. He then takes two potatoes and microwaves them. Yeah, I've seen him do some weird shit with a cheeseburger. Yeah, and then... <laughs> that <it> sounds horrible. <laughs> and he, like, 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 he, like, pills out, all like, the potato to stuff it with the new meat paste. Oh, meat paste. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Anyway, how about we plug some... Yeah, podcasts? okay,
1: so if you enjoy our podcast or don't, maybe you'll find another podcast you like, like one of the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network a podcast. On Mondays, you have The Call Guys, a pop culture top list podcast where you have Colton and Chico talk about movies uh, and other things. They are uh, extremely wrong about some things, like how Nightmare Before Christmas is... uh, not a christmas movie in their standards which they're absolutely fucking wrong about but you know it's don't fight me about it go about to them and fight them jack skellington being sick and tired of halloween listen, and wants I, to become santa listen i know i wrote them about it i was angry i was i yelled so much at my car radio it probably has fucking ptsd
0: now logan sat down and wrote a letter
1: <laughs> yeah i did no because there is all of literally a partially misspelled letter in that movie. In that movie, there is all of three <laughs> minutes movely. and sixteen seven or there's all of three minutes and sixteen seconds of Halloween. It is while they sing "This is Halloween" and they're marching back into town. That is Halloween right there as it closes in at midnight. And when it hits midnight and they say "This many days till Halloween," Halloween is over in that movie. Halloween is not revisited the rest of the movie. Yes, they live in a town called Halloween Town. Yes, they're all spooky looking. But it is not a Halloween movie for the rest of that movie. It's three minutes and 16 seconds, and it's done. The rest of the time is about first Jack having a midlife crisis, mm. finding Christmas, studying Christmas, appropriating Christmas, doing Christmas and ruining it, then saving Christmas and learning a lesson, and then acceptance, and then be like this many days till Halloween. The movie has Santa Claus, snow christmas town else the meaning of christmas in it it happens on christmas at one point and the only other holiday that you could actually put in that movie is it is one percent easter because easter bunny does show up for that second where the guy's like bunny that's it that is almost all christmas movie the only movie that the call guys said was a christmas movie in their whole little repertoire of things they did they did not argue that gremlins was a christmas movie Which if they did, at that point, I would have got a ticket to go to Indiana. (laughs) And I would have buried two podcast guests. But if you can say that Gremlins is a Christmas movie, which it is. Mm -hmm. How can you not say Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie? It's literally in the title. They have Christmas merchandise for your yard for Nightmare Before Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. And always will be. Yes, it has spooky overtone. So does the Krampus and Gremlins. And they're still Christmas movies. I will fight you both. But hey, go check out the Call Guys podcast on Mondays. On Tuesdays, you have the Golden Image podcast, where it is an oscillating podcast. Oscillating? Yeah, fuck it, oscillating. Uh, where one week, it will be the Skywalker, Chico, and Golden Jay from Team Bougiers uh, reviewing local eateries and other cool places that they go to to uh they go out and have a good time to try to get you to get out and have a good time and then on alternating weeks it is uh vintage flashback episodes of golden image pod not podcast golden image radio show that golden jay used to do back in the day uh on wednesdays you have us you know us but we don't need to plug us we ruin that for ourselves on thursdays we're you've got- plugged yeah, enough yeah, yeah we're plugged <laughs> enough. On Thursdays, you have the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast, where it's a bunch of guys from Indiana that like the Chiefs, and they talk about it. And every now and then, they have other people on who aren't as fond of the Chiefs, and uh, they feud. And then on Fridays, you have the Murder Nerds, which is Alicia, Trashley, and Golden Jay, as they talk about uh, true crime, unsolved and solved, sometimes. Sometimes they even talk about animals that save people or animals that murdered people. Check them out on Fridays, and then eventually we'll have a court of books and booze. I don't know what day that's going to be on, but that's going to be the Skywalker and his lady and somebody else. I don't know their name, and they are going to be doing book reviews and all that stuff, and I imagine there's going to be some alcohol in there. Get schwifty, you know?
0: It could be me, but nobody's invited me. Anybody got another
1: podcast they want to throw out there that they're listening to or they like?
0: No, I don't. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm not listening to a lot of podcasts right now. I'm mostly just listening to audiobooks. However, I will plug Dungeon Crawler Carl. If you like lit RPG or would like to explore lit RPG, I highly recommend listening to Dungeon Crawler Carl. All right, Made by the fine folks at Sound Booth Theater. What's your plug, Plug plugins? You got
1: something you want to plug? Audio? Some format?
0: Uh, I'll go with Sound Booth Theater.
1: Okay. Uh, One of the other podcasts that I listen to when I like to mix it up is Girls on Porn, where I learn about ethical porn. (laughs) <laughs> I know you laugh but I listen to them weekly so check them out if you want to learn about ethical porn it's like a 40 minute podcast probably a lot shorter than Dungeon Call and Carl uh,
0: it's the short books
1: but that's been the United States of Paranormal Logan Matt Bose keep it spooky
0: don't fuck Twinkies to support other Golden Mojo
1: entertainment productions check out Golden Image Podcast The Call Guys and murderers, Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To
0: see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal, and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal.
1: If you have a place that you'd like us to look into, or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air? Please email us at the
0: United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.